Ticket, WAXYAM South Miami, and WSFSFM HD2 Miramar, the only sports station in Miami with local and live coverage on weekends. Mixed martial arts and boxing fans, it's time for Fighters Fury Inside the Heart of a Champion with your hosts, Brendan Tobin, Seema, and Tommy Guns. It's time for Fighters Fury on AM790 The Ticket. Here was there we go boom 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 let's start this radio show everybody Seema's in the building good morning good morning man it's good to have you back good to be back I was just catching you up on the whole uh thing that went down with Clarissa Shields because her fight was canceled this week yeah um yeah it was it was super disappointing to hear because uh I went down to Fifth Street Gym I guess it was uh, two weeks ago she's doing a media day in Miami because she trains I think in Del Rey and so, cool. I'll go see. Uh, I'll go see the uh, one of the best women's fighter on the planet. Let's see her in action. Uh, she's a good interview. So uh, went, got a chance to talk to her, and uh, apparently, what went down this week was some uh, heavy shenanigans at the weigh-in, and her opponent, Ivana Habaz, and her trainer got laid out by what news sources are calling allegedly. You know, allegedly. allegedly, is Clarissa Shields' brother. Apparently, the guy was arrested. But Clarissa Shields, she's been saying that it wasn't anybody in her team, and she doesn't know if it was her brother. I don't know if her brother even is in her team. Um, but that uh, the fight was canceled, which was a bummer because it was in Flint, Michigan, so it was supposed to be this big hometown fight. That's what everybody's there to see. Right. Um, so that's also a big money crusher as well. And, uh, yeah, no fight. No fight didn't happen. Bummer. Bummer. I was wondering what happened. I know, man. It was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. But we did have a couple of fights last night. But maybe that guy should be fighting. The guy who laid him out? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. It sounds that way. A couple punches, and you said the guy's face is basically... Uh, oh, the guy's face is... Oh, it looked bad, man. They they wheel, They like... There's, vi- there's no video of the incident. There's video of the guy laid out on the concrete. There's video of the guy getting wheeled out. There's video of the guy... You don't hear that often nowadays. I know. With people with their phones and cameras everywhere, every nook and cranny of every I feel every like building. there's got to be security. For, if it's happening in the midst of an arena, there's got to be security you, footage of it, right? You would think. So... Don't know. Don't it know. Hasn't been sold to TMZ yet. Hasn't been sold to TMZ yet. Jeez. Hasn't been. Uh, hasn't been uh, exposed to the news yet. It's just. It's a mystery. For right now, it's a mystery. Incredible. So, that's a big moment for uh, Clarissa Shields, who was trying to uh, get this record. She was trying to win her her uh, a belt in a third weight division. And the thing that was interesting about her is most uh, most male fighters, when they go to get more belts, they go up in weight. Mm-hmm. She's going down in weight. Which seems more challenging because normally once you think. once you hit a plateau of a weight, it's very rare that the person goes back down. And when they do, the results aren't always the best. You know, C. Roy Jones Jr. Like it's not it's not always fantastic. I'm not saying it hasn't been done, but normally once you hit a weight in fighting, you usually stay at a certain weight. That's it. Um, so it was interesting, but yeah, she's uh, she's unable to unable to get her belt, unable to get her record for right now, and. Uh, Huge bummer and fast recovery to uh, Habazin's trainer. Uh, Damn family members. I know, man. I was, you know, I was asked about this. I'm like, man, sometimes you go to these fights uh, locally. It happens a lot where you'll be there and you'll be like, man, 
it seems like the the crowd is froggier than the the people in the ring. Like they they're looking to get something started more so than the actual yeah. fighters themselves, and they ruin it. I mean, That's to true. be honest with you, they really ruin it. Uh, you know, you go to all these incidents; these guys have great, you know, uh, covering a lot of the guys down here. They work their asses off. They they put blood, sweat, and tears into into two month, three month camps, um, and you know they get to these these times where a uh, a result happens, and then you know their friends are fighting. Their friends didn't train. Their friends didn't do anything. Their friends are showing up with a cell phone. They're talking. They're talking bleep. They're 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 making mean chants. And then all of a sudden, they decide, you know what? I feel like I want to fight tonight. It's like it's well, emotional connection. Yeah, no one, nobody paid to watch you fight. It's like when you go to the local sports sports bar and watch watch UFC, right? Watch Bellator. Yes. Next thing you know, everybody's got their chest stuck out and they're walking Everyone's through, going feel- to the bathroom and looking around <laughs> like they want to fight somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh. So the last testosterone kicking. Last night, Gennady Golovkin got himself a win over Sergey Derevchenko. Uh, I'm still having trouble with his name. I can see that. But he uh, he got himself a unanimous decision win. Close fight. Really yeah. good fight. Um, Gennady Golovkin wins by unanimous decision. Knocked him down in the first round. Cut him up in the second round. Which uh, There was controversy whether it was a punch or a headbutt. Um, What's the difference? Uh, as far as, like, it depends on whether the guy will lose or if they'll just go to the scorecards. This happened with the Tyson Fury fight a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. Where Tyson Fury, the, the, uh, it took, you know, this is funny. The commission messed up, and they told Tyson Fury's corner that his cut was caused by a headbutt. So he thought he had a parachute of, ah, no biggie. Okay, we go to the scorecards, or it's called a no contest. ESPN was actually the ones that informed Tyson Fury's corner. No, no, no. Replay showed it was a, was a punch, and they have replay. So they ended up having to fight with a little bit more urgency because yeah. if you lose by – if you get cut by a punch, that's a loss. Right. So – that was uh that was a situation he was dealing with, but this one, Kennedy Golovkin gets off to a quick start, and then Derevchenko Derev just is like bullying him, bullying him, body shots all around. Golovkin is not feeling it. Um, it is it it, it gets to a, I would say he probably won like four straight rounds. He's just like beating up on Triple G. Um, and then Derevchenko Tri- didn't get the memo. Didn't get the memo. Yeah. yeah, man, he's showing up there, and he's and he's showing all the guts in the world. Um. Very close, I would say, thereafter. Once we get to, like, round seven through nine, uh, it gets very, you know, they could go probably either way. And then I thought, like, the last uh, tenth round for sure went to Derevchenko, and then I thought 11-12 clearly for Golovkin. Um, and so we're in a situation where the final scores were 115-112, 115-112, 114-113. So one judge essentially had it even on rounds, but the knockdown was the decision for him. Um and the other judges, they gave the edge to Golovkin, but he also had the extra point because of the knockdown. Um, some people up in arms saying that Sergey should have won. I think that the decision is fair, Having seeing where the, the cards ended up. Um, it's about right. It's about right. I thought that with the fast start, with the strong ending, plus the knockdown, I don't think Derevchenko swept the rest of the fight. So if you're saying that he lost the first two, he lost the last two, um, you're now in a position. Did he basically win every other round? Um, did he did he find himself in that position? I don't think so. I think he had a good run. You know, definitely could have said that he won five rounds. Very good argument that he could won six or seven. But if that's the case, then you're looking at a draw situation because of the knockdown. So I think it's okay that Golovkin got his hand raised. But I think people surprised by uh, Golovkin looking a little bit worn down in this one by. You know. by 
he is getting old. I mean, let, let's face it. He isn't, is getting. Isn't he like thirty eight? He is, uh, I think, thirty seven, thirty eight. Yeah, and he has been in a lot of wars. A and lot that, of wars. Doesn't that hurt to hear that that's old? I know it does. It does. But it is what it is with him. You know, like if you've been in a guy, he fights in in in, in closely contested fights. Canelo, you think the Canelo fights, the triple, uh, the the Danny Jacobs fight. Yeah, been a lot of a lot of. Hard fought rounds for Gennady yeah, Golovkin. Grueling, grueling fights. So, you know, it's a it's a tough spot for him. Um, I don't know where he goes from. This. I would I think honestly, with how good that fight was, I don't know what a great match for him is right now, seeing as Canelo is going to be fighting Sergey Kovalev for some reason. Um, I think that a rematch would be. Uh, I think a rematch would be pretty good as far as these guys are concerned. I don't know how much he's in the desire to go fight Derevchenko again, but um, but from my standpoint, he's trying to get a name. This guy. This guy has had the toughest time, other than Canelo, right? And getting somebody of notoriety so True. he can pad his pockets a little bit and retire. Like give him, give him something on a silver platter with a big name that everyone recognizes. Yeah, but who do you go with with him? You know, when you're, I don't know, cause... give him Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> just, just slay Does Pacquiao. Manny fight anybody? Just slay Pacquiao. Be yeah. like, listen, Manny, we got a, we got a proposition for you. Yes, maybe Manny with one hand tied behind his we'll back. We'll give you another thirty million. I mean, he's like, all right, I'll do it. I'm in. I'm in. I don't know. You know, there was that point where Gennady Golovkin was the guy, the boogeyman. Nobody wanted to fight him. Nobody wanted to give him a chance. In a weird way now, because of the Canelo fights, he's almost the second most famous middleweight. So who's up to his standard as far as a name? He's almost in the point where, do I want to fight Derevchenko again? Because what's the what's the he's reward got, for me? It's it's more to lose. Risk versus reward. Yeah. And I don't, I, why fight Derevchenko? Why? If it was as closely contested as you just described, why take the risk? Fight, try to fight Canelo again. As I thought he won versus Canelo. Sure, sure, plenty did, plenty did. But I think that I think Canelo's almost—he's in the position that Gennady's in now. Why? He's like, well, why do I fight Triple G? I fought him twice. You can't say that I didn't give him his rematch. I gave him his rematch. Right. Do I fight him? I mean, the judges have said I've won twice, even if everybody's eyeballs. Say it's one one or it's even two zero triple G. Who cares? Yeah, I got I think the wins. It's one one. I got it. I got it. Uh, I have. I have the wins. I have. I have the belts. I have the money. Please. So what? You know what is the point of me fighting Triple G anymore? I've done. I've done all I can do here. Let's move on, everybody. You know I'll have another judge in the bag anyway. So, I get that. So what's the? You just killed our hoops. I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm sorry. So that was uh, that was the situation yesterday with uh, with the boxing. Then we had UFC. We had wow. Israel Adesanya wow. with a sensational knockout of Robert Whitaker. Just an absolute, absolute great performance by him. First of all, it almost happened in the first round. Almost happened in the first round. Almost put him down right as the right as the round's closing out. Bink puts him down. Um, he brought the whole package too, man. Like he brought the the dance routine. Uh, yeah, I was coming, impressed. Coming to the coming to the the octagon. He's obviously a tremendous talker as well. But he is a flashy fighter. He's a fun fighter. And I think if anybody were to legitimately look at this and say, well, who could be the next UFC star? I think that we're looking at it with him. Like, he definitely looks like he's got star potential. He's got the results to back it up. Um, he's He seems like he's just got everything going for him. It's like Jones and McGregor had a baby, right? <laughs> a little. You know what? Yeah. 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 If you were to make, a, if you were to make them in the laboratory take the best of both, he's got a little bit of all that. Just think he's... He is a middleweight with 80-inch reach. Yep. John Jones, 84. Right? Yeah. So he almost has the, the range of John Jones versus these guys 
you know, Whitaker's got a 70-inch reach. Yep. So he's nearly a foot longer in reach than Whitaker, who's arguably the the most sensational middleweight we've seen in, in a little while. Yeah, especially striking-wise. You're talking yeah. about how much he brings to the cage from a striking standpoint, and he just wasn't quick enough, basically. I thought, I thought he was actually sloppy. And I know that some people said he had to fight an ugly fight I think in he, order to win, but he was throwing haymakers, right? Leaving himself well, I think that so open. I think people look to the the Gastelum fight that happened with Stylebender earlier in the year, and 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 Gastelum got the early shot on him, but you know Gastelum has that wrestling to go to as well, and and really can put the damage on him that way. I don't know if 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 Whitaker has that bag of tricks on him. It's like normally when he goes into a fight. He's gonna try and outstrike you. That's where he is. That's where he makes his bread and butter. And if you have a situation where a guy's a better striker than you, or more unique, or just has the range, has the quickness, where do you go to if you're at that point? And that's that's just what it was. He hit good shots on him, but the counter shots were more impressive. They were more damaging. Big difference was defense. So, Arasanya, when he got hit. He was always rolling, always moving, always dipping, always leaning back. Even even during that last exchange, yeah. he got caught. But, but if you look, he's clearly arched back, shoulders way back, and Whitaker never got a really strong, clean shot on him because right. he was always moving and back, that's absorbing talk- some of the impact. And that's what you're talking about with the range, too, where you're at a different standpoint. You're lean back, but look at what you can still dish out from that standpoint, from that from that angle. And that helps whip that punch back forward. So yep. he's lean back, shoulders way back, and he's he's kind of hiding behind his left shoulder. And then to come back and throw that right hand and whip it as he's coming back using that leverage – that's what causes those knockdowns and knockouts, ultimately. So the interesting thing with him is, without Asanya, is, you know, obviously when somebody has a performance like this, what are you going to see next? He calls out Paulo Costa afterwards. Um, clear number one contender. Costa, you know, beating the way, beating Yoel the way he did, um, getting the win there. Uh, so it makes sense. I think that's a fun fight. Two, uh, two freaks basically getting into the, uh, into the octagon. Costa being, uh, you know, cleanly bodied up like that going into the octagon did you just do no like nope that was quotes no that was a that was a that was a cramp that i had in my hand Uh, i didn't do that at all um but yeah it's uh, those two guys i think that makes for a really fun matchup between the two but i think people already have the when you have a star of this quality or somebody seemingly a star that's brewing like this they're talking super fight and they want to know like all right there's been john between him and john jones does that fight oh, make sense? Yet. Does that ever not happen? Yet. Not yet. Too soon. Please. Yes. Too Let soon. This guy. I mean, you're talking about John Jones at 205. I mean, that's a different animal. It is. It is. Great fight. Interesting fight, I think. But let the guy shine a little bit. Uh, we. I'll let him shine. Like but at least a year. He's only been in the UFC. I what, 18 months. Yes, he has. It's been. An, it's been a phenomenal rise. However, what a matchmaker. You if are. you were talking about. A fight that, yeah, he can go beat Paulo Costa and he can go beat the best at both. You know, set him up with this, uh, a fight with Yoel down the line, whatever. Do, do these fights. That's great. But no one, I mean, for the longest time we were waiting for John to go to heavyweight and win the two belts and be the heavyweight champion. But imagine you have a guy who can go up and wait to go fight John Jones and potentially beat him, maybe beat him. That's a legend-making fight. 
that's a fight that 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 that's a fight that puts you among the greats of the greats. And I do think that's a difference maker when it comes to you know, reigning over your division, but if you have the potential to go do that cuz look, what's John who's John's fighting right now? Not going to fight Daniel Cormier. Cormier is going to end on the Stipe fight. So what's out there that what's John's whistle, really? He's clean he's already come back from his uh hiatus and he's already cleaned out 205 basically. Not many. There's not many challenges left for him, and now you're gonna tell me, oh, I get to fight the the smaller bleep talker. If you are him, yeah, maybe he loses, but he's probably not gonna lose. Do you think Adesanya wants that fight? I think he does. Really? Yeah, I think he does. I think he knows. I th- I think he's keen enough to know what that would mean to beat him. Now, can he beat him? I mean, we're talking about a guy who brings everything to the cage. Um, that's a different story. I don't think so. I think that there. I think that you've already mentioned the reach difference. John's a massive person. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's probably te- who could who could definitely be successful at heavyweight. Um, but if we were to talk about if you if you were to talk about John, and, and I say this with all respect, deficiencies in his game, he'd probably say his hands are probably like the weakest part of the greatness that is John Jones. I'm talking about the hands that that Adesanya brings to the cage. Those things are fire uh, fire pistols, man. If you if you can reach if you can John, get in there. because John's going to use his legs. So we talk about John Jones with an eighty four inch reach. That's based on his arms. Yep. But he doesn't use them as much as he uses his legs. Yeah. That's a hundred and something inch reach. Well, you, you said it. It's going to have to be. It would be a case of Adesanya has to be the fat. He has to be the faster guy. Has to be a guy who's hitting John from angles that he he's not used to. Um. You know, most of the time, John's fighting. Like, who's the fastest guy you think of John fighting? Most of them are pretty plotting guys. They're going to come straight forward. I mean, Gustafsson tried some of that with the angle stuff, but eventually, like, it was, you know, that, that wore, it wore down on him pretty quickly, especially in the first fight. It was successful for a couple rounds and then started to wear down on him. So, I don't know. It's an interesting one. We'll take a break. We'll be back with more of UFC 243 after this. It's Fighter's Fury. AM 790, the ticket. Ah, welcome back, everybody. Fighters Fury rolls on here. Did you see the rematch we've all been waiting for, Sima? Kane Velasquez, Brock Lesnar. It is coming your way, my friend. Wow. Kane Velasquez, Brock Lesnar squaring off on the Fox debut of WWE. And the, the rematch you've all been waiting for, for whatever reason, because, I mean, Kane whooped off on him a long time ago. Finally, finally, we uh, we look like we're going to get, get to see it. They are, they are showcasing this for a match. I am so excited. I'm telling you, man, it's all there for you. I know you've been waiting a long time. They said, the WWE says, you know what? It's going to be a legit fight. In the midst of uh, a pay-per-view. It's going to be a legit fight. Oh, yeah, legit fight. Legit fight. uh, What does that actually mean? Not scripted. It's going to be all, it's going to completely be on the level. Really? Completely on the level. This coming from the organization that I just saw a a whole uh, behind the scenes of WWE in their choreography center. (laughs) Look at that. That game's whooping up on him again. That's surprising. I would have thought that after all these years that Brock Lesnar would have gotten the uh, the <laughs> gotten the better of him. Well, why is Brock holding his face? I mean, he's because he, he hit he, his arms. No, nah, he got marked up, man. I don't think you saw that. What are you talking about, man? He got those were legit punches that went through. See, he's the champ. Champ, champ. 
you know, he's worried that Kane's going to come take another belt from him. I don't think he should be worried because Kane has to uh, get over his back injuries. I, I, I don't know. Have you seen Kane lately? No. So this is the thing. K- Kane, he can't, he can't do mixed martial arts, but Kane Velasquez is doing, like, luchador stuff. He's doing, like, backflips. He showed up to these, like, Mexican wrestling cards. He, he's doing the, the, the flip-de-doos and the spinny-whirly things. All of it. I'm telling you, man. The Hurricane Ranas, all that stuff. Really? Yup. I'm, I'm going to bring it up right with now. His, I need to. With this bad fused back? I'm telling you, man. He's got it all going for him. It's, uh, it, 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 it re- he's, he's, he's an absolute monster now when it comes to the wrestling. So he is, uh, he's not, he's, he's, he's just dominating every, every realm now. That's him in the mask with this dude. He doesn't know. Why has he, he got a mask on? Uh, it's like, uh, it's like Mexican wrestling tradition. That's what they to got hide going your on. face. Yeah. It, it, like it has something to do with like the, uh, the spirit of wrestling. I don't know, man. I'm making this up as I go. I really don't know. The point is. He is he is a legit professional wrestler. He has been training to do this now, and now look at that! Look at look at Big Kane Velasquez. Look at the moves that he could do. He's like a flying trapeze artist. He can do it all now. Look at him. You just got to put your mind to it. Cirque, mind over matter. Cirque de Ole. Yep. <laughs> Listen. There you go. That's a good job by you. Oh, thank you. Um. So yeah, that's that's coming down the pipe. And, yeah, yesterday we had on UFC 243, yeah, Dan Hooker, he got himself a win over Al Iaquinta. Oh, Iaquinta. I felt so bad for him. <laughs> Why? Because I was just like, come on, Al. Al, do something. Even his corner, do something, Al. Al. They need some good news. <laughs> I know. That is how that, <laughs> that, is how that corner is. <laughs> come on. Something. Hey, ooh, yeah. Come on, Al. Forget about it. That do is, something, that's, Al. That, that uh... I felt good for us. At least Australia got one win. Yeah. I tell you, I feel like these Australian cards, I feel like Australia has a hard time in some of these. Like, the, it, it, it can get kind of rough for some of the Australians. And, and like, they get served up some pretty beatable opponents in I most know. cases. Oh, man. I was bummed for my guy, Ty Tuivasa. Yeah. I love that guy. Like, they served up an unranked fighter for They're him. like, come on, Ty. Because they, cause they know that guy. That guy's got star potential, too, with the shoeys and uh, yeah. the funny entrances. But they can't wrestle. Can't wrestle, and he got taken down left and right, and then got choked out. So, what was he? What was the other guy? Eight for eight on takedowns. Has that ever happened before? I don't in know. A UFC fight. I don't know. If, I don't know if it has, but uh, it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't happen like that. But yeah, uh, uh, Sergey Spivak. That's right. Uh, he beat Tied to Ivasa via technical submission, arm bar, arm triangle choke in the second round. So that's three straight losses for Tuivasa. His last two ones weren't so bad. I mean, those were competitive fights, but this one was uh, this one was hard sledding. He got like one kick in, and then all of a sudden it was takedown city. He actually moved over so the guy could choke him out. Did you see that? He like yeah. moved away from the cage, like, oh, let me Austin. give you some more room so I can go be done with this. I need to go drink a beer. I don't like. I think he's gonna be. I, 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 look, there's plenty of guys in the heavyweight division that will just strike. Um, so I don't feel like it's the end for him because put him in with Mark Hunt. This is oh, no, that's his, that's his, that's his, that's his, uh, that's his sensei. Yeah. He loves Mark Hunt. He would never. It'd be like it would be like uh, one of the Ninja Turtles fighting Master Splinter. Can't do it. Can't do it. It'd be like Mister. It'd be like uh, Danielson fighting Mister Miyagi. He should put him in against Kane with the wrestling gear on. That I would like. Yes, that I would like. Uh oh, man. 
I felt. Did you see that Jorgen De Castro knockout? I felt so bad for that dude, Justin Taffa. I he, didn't see that fight. Oh, was it prelims? No, it was the first one of the main card. I missed the. But first it lasted one. two minutes, and it was. I'll, I'll bring it up for Are you. We're gonna right watch now. it. Yeah, 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 we're gonna watch this because this was, this this was a dead dead knockout. This the De Castro. He just had that right hand waiting for the dude. He ran right at it. Knuckle sandwich. Right into it, man. It was it was it was bad. So he got himself a bonus. That's how nasty it was. It was a it was a really nasty right hand that he ran right into. And Who else he, got bonuses last night? It was him, Adesanya, and then um it was uh Riddell Malarkey was fight of the night. And that was a good fight. That was, that a, good was a good fight. That was a good fight in it. Disgusting. That was a pretty brutal fight. They it were was. grinded. It was. Here's the uh here's the knockout and then What just happened? Well, big boy here with the uh, with the tattoos. Yeah, he uh, used his uh, his fist and uh, well, he went night night. Oh, he hit the guy's fist with his face. Yeah, yeah. It was okay. an interesting strategy by him to Got use it. his chin on that dude's fist to see if that would work. It did not, and so night night. That's it. That's all she wrote. Wow. Nothing left. Boop. So, big fella got himself a fifty k bonus. Yeah, he did. Good for him. Good time at the buffet. Yeah, man, he's having he's having himself uh, a little celebration. So, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of the the highlights of last night. UFC two forty three. Uh, next week we have UFC Fight Night in Tampa. You into that? It's on ESPN Plus. I know how much you love the streaming. Yeah, Joanna really and Jay Chick is fighting Michelle Waterson, the Karate Hottie. I think uh, that's a good fight. That is a good fight. That is a really good fight. Another actually, this is another good fight too. You have uh, Cub Swanson, uh, Ron Gracie is going to be. Uh, that's that's another good fight. And Cubs look good lately. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Luis Pena, Matt Favola is coming back. You got uh, what's his name? Is is uh, Psycho Bob Ross? I think is what he calls himself. Yeah. Luis Pena. It's <laughs> a good name. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's a decent card next week in Tampa. I don't know if anybody's taking the trip up there. I am not, but uh, but that's a that's an interesting one. And then I'm excited about this. Next week on DAZN, SEMA, Alexander Usyk is making his heavyweight debut against my guy. I love this dude. Tyrone Spong. Really? Yup. Yep. You do love some Tyrone Spong. I love Tyrone Spong. You have a man crush on I him. I do. He's a I good dude. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's a nice fella. And I've you want to talk about some big boys. Listen, I've been watching the Tyrone Spong boxing since he was fighting them big fellas in Mexico when they're trying to fatten up that record. And, uh, you know, it's tough when you're in boxing. Like, who wants to fight? What It's like, who wants to fight the uh, the 32-year-old who has a massive right hand? He can knock me out. You know, what is he? used to be a kickboxer. Yes. I want to fight this. Not really into it. But he he gets this fight against Zusik, who is, you know, one of Eddie Hearn's big stables. This guy ran through cruiserweight. He won everything there is to win at cruiserweight. And so now he's moving up in weight. And they're like, all right, well, who do we debut him against? And you give him against this former kickboxer, and that's a man. It's a tough challenge for Spong, man. That's because you know Usyk. He's I don't know what it is with those Ukrainians, man. They're like as pure as boxing as it gets. Like they're so damn good. You see Derevchenko last night. You see Lomachenko. All these guys. I mean, the the the, the boxing skill set that is coming from that country is really, really, really good. Um, but Tyron does have that bomb, and this guy hasn't been in there with heavyweights. It's very long odds, and it's tough asking the the one punch knockout guy to do that against somebody with the skill set of of Usyk. But if Spong is able to get that win, yeah. well, then he's off to the races because you beat a very recognizable name, 
uh, a very hyped heavyweight debut, and now you're talking, oh, well, maybe he'll actually be in the mix for contention, contention. You have the zone. I do. You do. I do. They got you in. Well, yeah. I don't know. Listen, I've been I've been ranting on the zone here since they've debuted because I don't understand it. I don't understand how the zone has all this money that's poured into it. And by the way, they're far and away the most expensive streaming service. And I don't know what uh, what peacocking around they've done to to think they deserve get to do that because ESPN's five bucks. Yeah, UFC Fight Pass ten dollars. And DAZN, they're like, well, we have Canelo, so $20 a month. And I'm like, holy hell. Now, I got the grandfather price, okay? Yeah, because you got early you I got, got early, early, early adapters. But normally, I've, I, you know, adapters, you're more sorry. of a business savant than I am, Seema. But I would feel like you'd like to maybe ease in the uh, the price the price increase, maybe like 15 bucks a month. They had to make that money back. They were just like, guess what, everybody? 20 bucks a month. They're shelling out all their money for those fight deals. And you know what a bold move by them was? This is the email they sent out this week because they always send out uh, programming emails to let you know what's coming. Um, they sent out an email that says, get Canelo and Triple G for the same price. Now, they're not fighting each other, which you all want, but you get to see them for 20 bucks a month. I'm like, all right. Is that how you watched the Triple G fight last night? It is. It is. It is. Because I didn't even know about the fight. Well, that is a problem with DAZN. I think that that uh, that they they have a rift as far as marketing. Like they got all these fighters, right? They do a great job of marketing themselves because they bought a lot of spot inventory. That everywhere you look, it's DAZN, DAZN, DAZN. Michael Buffer's doing that thing. Yes, you see Michael Buffer doing his cute little uh, his little announcements. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It is a question of maybe it's a maybe the whole the whole business model is it creating a secret society around boxing I, I so just, they can keep everything a secret except for people that spend the 19 dollars a month i just think it's like you said like i i'm okay with doing the you know okay i have a fire stick to watch stuff or i'll link up my you know hdmi to my computer to watch the stream to my tv a lot of people just want to flip on their tv man they just want to flip on their tv and watch boxing. that's what i want to do you know you yeah, just i'm want old school like one that. step one step, maybe two steps. Okay, I'll fork over the the forty, fifty, sixty dollars. Right, I'll push the fight. I'll push the order button. But it's like I gotta give my info. I gotta log in. I gotta give my credit card info. I gotta uh, pick a username, a password. God forbid your phone like go through something, and now you have to remember that freaking password. <laughs> oh yeah, no, 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 that's not that's not for me, man. <laughs> oh man, we're back with more after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's Fighters Fury on AM790 ticket post fight dan hooker called out dustin poirier after his victory of ally aquinta dustin tweeted to him i'm fighting the irishman next you're close but not yet buddy keep punching dan the hangman he then suggests that dan should go fight cowboy i'm chilling until something excites me working on my craft 
I kind of like that cowboy fight, Dan Hooker. I gotta, I'm not going to lie. I do, too. I I'm, just, in, I'm intrigued. You're a good matchmaker, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. <laughs> Him and Sean Shelby should get together. I, I, I agree. I don't know. I, I don't think Dustin Poirier is going to get the Connor fight. I know he keeps pushing for it. Um, Who's going to get it? I don't know. I don't know. You know what? If I was Connor. Isn't it, isn't it wild how this is like still a like thing? A, a blessing. Like to get a Connor fight. I know. It's like, hey, Who's going to get it? If I was Connor, Dustin Borea would make a lot of sense to me because I beat him very easily. Yeah. Uh, it's at a different weight class, and I do think Dustin's better. I think he's better up, too. Um, but Dana should walk out with a hat. Like, take five guys and put take their names, put them in a hat, and then do – it's like the – what's the, the, the lottery, the NBA lottery. Draft. Right, 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 right. They should do the lottery and bring it to MMA. So some fighters going to have to tank to get more, get more picks. Is that Maybe. what's going to happen? Maybe something like Just that. Just to, to to get a better fight. Take some notes from the Dolphins. I don't know. All I want, look, this is what I want. I feel like the UFC they they got they got a good end of the year coming up, right? We're getting Masvidal, Nate Diaz in November. I love that fight. I love that fight. I Winner can't... fights Connor. Nah, come on. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, that's just the end of You know, instead of the bad... Why not the trilogy between the, if Nate wins? I just feel like it would have happened already. Right? I feel like... Sometimes you need some time in between. Unless Nate's just such a weird... Uh, just marches to his own drum. Because he's the one who called out Masvidal. Um, who, I think Masvidal is very cl- was close to being there legitimately for the UFC title, for sure. Um, I think Masvidal wins that fight. I think he's gonna win that fight too. To be honest with you, I think he's. I think win. he's more well-rounded, crisper, more well. Like Nate to me, Nate's like someone walking around and hitting you with a wet towel. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? Like just it's bad, like these sloppy, just kind of bump. There's just some bad intentions that's been going on lately with 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 Jorge when he goes and fights somebody. You know, like it. It really has been impressive watching him. I mean. He did get through a pretty a pretty bad knockdown too in that Darren Till fight. Like he got hit early. Other than uh the flying kick right to Darren Till's junk, which I'm sure that that was that was no bueno. But then uh got knocked down. But sometimes you got to do that to balance even things out. I guess uh, got knocked down, came up and then knocked him the hell out in his own country. And the flying knees, obviously legendary as it gets right now. And with 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 Nate, like Nate is going to piece you up, and Nate's going to uh, Nate, you know, Nate's going to put damage on you. But you know, it's uh, it, the the idea that he's just going to strictly like put you away with bad intentions. I don't know if that's really his style. Like he got Connor, it was kind of more of Connor petering out. It felt it like it was. It was. Um, then was in a real dogfight with Connor. I know a lot of people. Some people think Nate won that fight. Some people think Connor won that fight. But it was very even. And you know, and and he looked great against he looked great against Showtime Pettis. Looked great. He did. Um, but I mean, it feels like if it feels to me like George's wins of recent are of guys who are actual. Uh, you know, George's wins were against guys who have been contenders who were and coming or, up uh, too. And, and coming on the and, and on the up and up. So I don't know. I just feel I feel great about where Masvidal is at this standpoint going into this fight. And I really, when's really that do. fight again? November right? Second, November second. Wow. Which, by the way, Masvidal. Why don't we rethink doing the turnover chain and wearing the turnover chain to the uh, to the octagon? I love the turnover chain. I'm not one of these jokers who thinks the cane should disbar it, but I do think it's got bad mojo on it right now. So I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't wear I, anything I to do with the. I what are wear, they? Zero and four, one and four. Uh, they might as well be zero and four. <laughs> they're uh, they're they're two and three. Same thing. They're two and three. They got they got a, a team. Uh, uh, they lost yesterday. They were down twenty one nothing to a team that was in a dogfight with Furman. <laughs> 
Gee, so it's been hard sledded for the Canes. I don't. I don't. I looked at the, it was like twenty eight nothing at halftime, right? It was bad, man. I don't know what to tell you. It they was, almost came back. They, they almost it. came back. If if not for a kicker, I mean, the, this kicker. I mean, I, I I don't like to speak ill because they're college students, but my God, they got they should try some new stuff. That's all I'm saying. They got an Australian guy who punts. See if he kicks. Just see, hey, 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 uh, Australian fella. You ever think about kicking field goals? Forget the punting. Can you drop kick a field goal? Uh, I don't think that's legal anymore. <laughs> I think they've gotten rid of that. <laughs> Who's the last person to try the drop kick? Was it Flutie? I don't know. I saw some guy do it in NFL last week. Did, did they? Yeah. I the, um, what's his name? Wasn't it Tucker? I missed it. If, I, if, if it happened, I missed it. From, but I believe from you. the Ravens. I think he did it. I think he was the guy that did it. I think the dropkick is a good strategy. I think they should bring, the, bring back the dropkick. Something. Just please. They need a spark. But Masvidal, leave the turnover train at home, please. Yeah, don't please, do brother, it, man. We're, it's got, we're, and, we're rooting for you. Look, I know, yeah, and I know your managers are huge Canes fans. Boys, you just got to let it go, all right? Not just like all that, all Canes mojo. Stay away right now. Maybe unless, next year. unless you feel like Masvidal is going to turn the mojo around. Like maybe if he's going to, but at that point, what are the Canes playing for? I mean, they're 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 they're, they're floundering Last to be five hundred right now. So I don't know what I don't know if the juice is worth the squeeze, quite frankly. Um, but yeah, you got that fight coming up in November, and they got uh, Usman versus Covington is going to be at the end of the month. Now look, the way the way this is going, drama wise. Let's be honest with it. Yeah, Covington, Masvidal, those two win. And that needs to be the fight to start 2020. They won't the, fight each other, will they? Nah, they hate each other now. That's the thing. Really? Yeah, bad falling out between them. Apparently, uh, according to Masvidal, that Covington ripped off his uh, ripped off George's trainer, and uh, they've been bad ever since. Not 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 good. A lot of drama he going over at ATT. Off his trainer, like didn't pay him. Oh, didn't pay him. Oh, okay. According I thought you meant like stole him or something. I'm like, how do you steal no. a trainer? Oh, yeah, no, that's kidnapping. Like, he would be yeah. in jail. Okay. No, he just apparently didn't pay what he was owed. So, ooh, that'd be a fro- yeah. little frosty. Don't mess Ma- with my money, man. Imagine, uh, imagine ATT, all the, all, the, uh, all the iciness that's going on over there. I'd I can love imagine. It. Like, oh. two, two different corners of the building. Yeah. Well, that's big enough. It's not yeah. like most gyms. True. Like, American Top Team's so damn big, they actually could hub a beef with no conflict. That's, That's how true. big that place is. That's true. Like, most places, it's like, oh, we're in a garage. What are we going to do? You go to most of these boxing gyms, legendary gym, Fifth Street gym, no bigger than this studio. These yeah. guys training their asses off, piled up on top of each other. Yeah. American Top Team, you're basically staying. It's like this building. You're basically staying at the Breakers. That's how, that's how beautiful <laughs> that place is. It's got so much space. I look around, I'm just like, my God. What is all this for? <laughs> this is is that a, is there an actual football field in here? What is I like I walk back there. I walk behind the cage. There's all this turf. You literally could run the Wildcat offense behind there. It's so damn big. It's ridiculous <laughs> how huge that place is. Hey, did you see the guy fighting last night with the hair shirt? Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> I love it, man. He had a hair shirt. Yep. And neck cut out and everything. Honestly, fighting a guy that hairy that's got to be one of the most disgusting things out there. <laughs> like, like that, have you seen that Geico commercial? I would, I would, and the guys in the shower with the shag carpet. I would be. That's int- kind of like it would be once he gets all sweaty. I would be in training camp just thinking about how can I avoid being anywhere near this guy at all costs? Because I just I can't I can't be with the with the body sweat and the dripping down 
the drip stick that's going down with his hair. <laughs> no way, man. That's not happening. Not in this watch. No. no. When he walked into the cage, I was like, what is that? Yeah, is that a uniform? Is that a uniform violation? Like, does Reebok have a problem with him wearing that? <laughs> the extra shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that should be Mike. That should be Bruce Buffer's intro. The Wookie. <laughs> That's how it rolls, man. I thought they would have made him shave. They make guys shave now because of their beards. They do. Yeah, it should be a commission issue. Man. Like the Australian Commission, that was incredible. Like, like, when did the Australian Commission think it was okay to have a wallaby actually in the octagon? <laughs> That's not okay. He didn't do too well though. He didn't throw a lot of punches. He threw like twenty punches the whole fight. He probably weighed down. He weighed him down. It's slow punches. What is he supposed to do? No, wow. you ever see a grizzly bear try and punch? It's a slow. It's a slow process. Oh, wow. I don't know, man. What's next? What's next? Are we pick? Are we doing fight picks? Sure. Are you what do you want? Joanna? What do you want? Uh, you're not picking Joanna. You're picking Watterson. Oh man, that's a tough fight. Um, I am gonna go with Joanna. I think Joanna's gonna win that fight. I waffled on. She's it. dropped down in weight or gone up in weight. She has done a fight at flyweight. She has done a fly, fight at flyweight, but uh, but she's mostly been a strawweight. I don't feel like she did it very much. Uh, but she did she did say that you know there were she did have bad cuts at strawweight. You know she was the one who released some of those videos where it was like oh yeah she looked like she was actually gonna die cutting weight. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't think that's been as big an issue. I'm trying to think when is her last. I'm thinking that that this is gonna be like her her coming out with. ATT. Yeah, this she, is her third she fight fought, with ATT. She fought right? a fly, her last fight was a uh, her last fight was ten months ago. It was against Valentina, and it was at flyweight. But that, so she went up. She did go up. I don't think she's good going up in weight. I think she's got a thin frame, but I think down at strawweight she has a she has more power. I mean, look, Yoana. I know a lot of people want to throw dirt on her. Look at the people she's lost to. I mean, she has three losses. One of them's to Valentina Shevchenko, who's amazing. And then two losses to Rose Namunas, who might just have her number. Yeah. But, I mean, before that, was looking as dominant as, as it can be. Um, so, yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that uh, – I don't think it's, it's quite time to just call it a career for her. She's still got, she's still got a lot left in the tank. Now, Michelle Watterson's looked fantastic as well. Um, she has, but I don't think she's beat the same level of competition. Her last win against Carolina Kolakiewicz was was a good win, but – uh, it's not as good a win as it would have been like three years ago. It's a good name to have on your resume. Um, her losses, she's lost to Tisha Torres. She lost to Rose Namajunas uh, a couple years back. I'm going with Joanna. I'm going to go with Joanna, too, to get the win there. But it's uh, it's a good fight. And then Cub Swanson versus uh, Kron Gracie. Do you have a uh, preference there? Cub. I'm going to go with Gracie. Good for you. I think I'm going to go with Gracie. We'll disagree on that and see what the results are. How about that? Winner, loser has to wear. You did that uh, intentionally. Loser has to wear the uh, the bear shirt. The bear shirt, man. <laughs> it's a hair shirt. Whatever, man. <laughs> Everybody have a great rest of your day. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you guys next week.